Welcome to the Southside Community Church podcast with Pastor Mark Kahn. We are located at 1815 South Peace Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. Genesis 4, uh, chapter 4, the first and second verse there. <clears throat> and it said, And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain, and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she again bare his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of the sheep, but Cain was the tiller of the ground. And then in verse 25, after Cain had killed Abel, she said this, And Adam knew his wife again, and she bare a son, and called his name Seth. For God, she said, had appointed me another seed instead of of Abel, whom Cain slew. And to Seth, to him also there was born a son, and he called his name Amos. Then began, listen to this, men to call upon the name of the Lord. And then I want to go over here to Psalms. If I can find this here. Highlighted everything, but I want to go here to 139 verses 14. I will, uh, no, I'll back up to here to 13. For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. Proverbs 31, kind of what Courtney read this morning. 26, verse 26, chapter 31. She opened her mouth with wisdom, and her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well in the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children raise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. And then I want to go over to Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, or cha I'm sorry, chapter 13, find that one. In verse 7, Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, and endureth all things. Amen, that's mother's love. And then the last verse, I want to, or last chapter I want to go to was Timothy. In chapter 2 Timothy 
chapter 4. I want to read the fourth verse too, and fifth. And this is Paul. He's talking to Timothy, and he's in jail. He's in prison for preaching the gospel. And he said this, And greatly desiring to see thee, being mindful of my tears, for, for Timothy was there when Paul was put in prison, and did he ever weep, that I may be filled with joy when I call to remembrance the unfrenched faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice. And I am persuaded that in thee also. Our dear Heavenly Father, we're thankful, God, today for your spirit that we have found in this service. We're thankful, God, for your love and mercy today, God. Thankful for the testimonies. And we're really thankful, God, for our mothers today. And we realize this, God, if it wasn't for them, we'd not be in this church today. And what a blessing it is, God. Thank you for all that you've done. Help us for just a few minutes. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. <clears throat> I want to go back to Eve. If you notice that Eve gives God praise for the child that is in her arms. Not to Adam. She didn't. <clears throat> she praised God. She said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. This baby I am holding is a gift of God, basically is what she was saying. And all children are a gift from God. Amen. Psalms. The making of a mother is a great the making of a mother is that great miracle working inside her womb that will become her beloved child in nine months. There is a creative bond within this nine-month period between mother and a child. What a great miracle of God. We are often heard that the mother says, I carried you for nine months. So it tells us that the mother has went through all the changes in her body by, uh, by in this process of developing her child inside of her. How true that is. The bond before the baby is ever born. <laughs> Amen. I have no idea. But I see it in scripture here this morning. Praise God. The mother, is in Proverbs, the mother has the wisdom in knowing how to be the keeper of the home and raising her family and supporting her husband as the head of the house. There is kindness in her words and encouragement in her thoughts towards her family. There is no idleness for mom because she is always taking care of the needs of her family. And the rewards are the praises and love 
that she gets from her children and her husband. Amen. Second Corinthians, or first Corinthians, here we read the mother's love. The mother's love bears all things, never complains, believes all things, believes in the kindness uh, views of her children, hopes all things, keeps believing for the best for her children, endures all things, puts up with everything, and moms do. God bless the mothers. Mm -hmm. Timothy, <clears throat> their tremendous heritage that was had been passed down for, to Timothy from his grandmother to his mother and then to him. It the impact that Timothy's mother had on him is was passed down through the faith of his grandma and his mother. What a blessing right. that is. Amen. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Motherhood is spoken throughout Scripture as the high, the high and important calling God uses the, that God had called the women for. God uses the metaphor of mothers to describe the way He loves and cares for His children. Amen. Now, how true that is! Oh, he had mentioned that this morning in his opening. How, how this. You know, a mother, the children rely upon the mother. The mother is everything uh, to the child. Amen? The, the children cannot get by and survive without the mother. I'll tell you the truth, my friend. You and I can't survive either without God. Right. In this spiritual walk that we're in this morning. Amen? Praise God. <clears throat> Motherhood is a gift from the Lord. And one of the uh, ways we can that the mother can glorify and serve him. It also offers, offers opportunity to grow uh, in, in, in our understanding of God's love and grace. Motherhood is sanctifying, but it is also sweet. Scripture teaches mothers to point their children towards Christ by praying for them. Uh, modeling faith and character and training them up in wisdom. The general principles uh, is that if they train up children in the way they should go, when they are old, they will not turn from it. How true is that? Amen. <clears throat> I just want to read these things to you here real quick. Several things are commanded of Christian mothers in God's Word. The first thing is availability. Being there for their children morning, noon, and night. How many times in your life and in my life our moms has been there morning, noon, and night? Huh? To comfort us, to help us, to nourish us, huh? 
that uh, through all the sickness, uh, my grandkids and girls are calling all the time, say, pray for this, pray for so-and-so, pray for, pray for uh, they're sick, and because kids are sick a lot. Amen. How many times has mom been there to rock us and help us? Involvement, interacting, discussing, thinking, and processing life together. And I got scriptures after all this too. But anyway, if you want them, I can give them to you. Teaching the scripture, teaching the scriptures, and biblical worldviews. Training, helping the child to develop skills and, uh, and discourage, and dis I can't even read my own writing, and and encouraging them in their strengths and spiritual gifts. Discipline, teaching the fear of the Lord, uh, drawing a line of consistency, lovingly and firmly, to the scriptures uh, that the Lord had given them. Nurture, nurture, providing an environment of uh, constant verbal support, freedom to fail, acceptance, affection, unconditional love, modeling with integrity, living what you say, and being the model from which the child can learn by. Catching uh, uh, the essence of godly living. The Bible never states that every woman should be a mother. However, it does say that those who the Lord blesses to be mothers should take the responsibility seriously. Mothers have a unique and crucial role in the lives of their children. Motherhood is not a chore or an unpleasant task. Just as the mothers bear a child during pregnancy, and the, just as a mother feels and cares for the child during infancy, so mothers also play an amazing role in the lives of their children. Whether they are adolescents, teenagers, young adults, or even adults with children of their own, while the role of motherhood must change and develop to, uh, in love, care, and nurture, and encouragement of a mother gives uh, should never cease to be. In other words, I thought about that. Once you, a woman, becomes a mother, she's a mother to the day she dies. <laughs> huh? She's a mother to her children. She's a mother to her grandchildren. And if, you, and if you live long enough, she lives long enough, she's going to be a mother to her great-grandchildren. Huh? That bottle, amen, that God was talking about here. Praise God. What's a mother? Always a mother. Amen. <clears throat> I'm not used to reading all this reading. I'm used to preaching. <laughs> but I want to get through this. It's good stuff. <clears throat> the creation of the woman. God created the woman. 
to be a companion and a help meet for her, the man. A relationship where they could share their lives together and enjoy each other's company in the midst of all that God had created them for. When God said, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth, God had the human family in mind. One of God's most precious blessings is the, is the family. He made it in the image of God himself. There are, there are God-given roles that God had made for the father and the mother. For the man, he was his role was to be the provider of the home and the head of the family and the protector of all his house and the and the love and to have the love for his children and support them in all their days under his house and to love his wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it the mother's role was to love her husband and to be in submission to him and support him and help him in all the responsibilities that he has as head of the house. And God gave the woman a very special gift and role that out of all that God had created could not even compare to it or fulfill it. God's purpose in it is that the that in is motherhood you see god made a bond between the mother and her children that no other person could fulfill through all the child's life they will cling to their mother and the mother will always hold on to her children until death do them part <clears throat> Mothers, a mother's love for her children is like the, like I said, the love of Christ for you and me. A love worth sacrificing your life for. Amen. Praise God. <clears throat> the roles. Um, okay, yeah. What is the mother's role in life? She is the keeper of the home, the foundation of her home, and the defender. She is the most important person in the children's life <clears throat> because of the bond between the child and their mother that God had given. There is no other person in the world that can fulfill the role of mother has on her children's life. Life is void without mom. She starts her day early and stops late at night. She cooks, she cleans the house, she washes the clothes, and many other things that she does. She sees that the needs of her family are taken care of. Just ask mom, she will know. Ain't that the truth? I remember growing up, and my mom knew if wherever thing was at, and whatever you needed, or whatever light ahead, uh, if you needed a device, just ask her. <laughs> She's there, she'll know. Amen. She hurts when you hurt. She is sad when you're sad. 
She is happy when you're happy. And she is there for you through all of life experiences. And knows what uh, advice to give and how to say it. She never mingles in your personal business, but knows what you're going through. And is ready to help when you ask. There is no other love that can compare to a mother's love. Mothers never fail. We always know where mom is in our life. And you remember the old saying, the hand that rocks the cradle rules the world. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Praise God. I want to give one more thing here, then I'll, I'll quit. And that's not the thing I wanted. Hang on a minute. Let me find this. And that, that's it. That was it. Okay. I was thinking about this, uh, those seven things of a Christian mother that God, God had commanded Christian mothers. And I sent that to uh, Stephanie and Brooke. And uh, anyway, uh, Stephanie texted me back and she said, you know, she said, Dad, that's great. Uh, the things in that reading and she said you know I don't I don't feel like I'm that mother so I'm, you know sometimes I do sometimes I don't but I feel like I'm lacking in that area and I told her and I told Brooke the same thing I said here's what it is the mother is so busy doing so many things in life huh she's taking care of her family She's taking care of the home, huh? Some of your mothers work, so you know what it's like. That's an extra task. <laughs> that's, a, that's more on you, huh? But I said, just remember this. Whether you realize it or not, God is creating the character in you that he wants your children to see. Mm -hmm. Amen. You don't realize it, but God's moving. And God's helping you. In this area. Huh? I tell you, I thought, I'm so thankful that my mom is still with us. I thought about her and all that she has done down through the years. And how uh, the advice that she had given, the things that in, in my childhood, the things in my adolescence and teenage years, huh? Mom was, you could talk to her and tell her and your private life and the things, I could tell her the things that I was going through and the things that could happen, huh? And she had the best advice, huh? She knew, man, before, listen, before I even told her anything, she already knew it, huh? What I was going through, she's been such a big help. And I try to go back as far as my memory, I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> something that's gone but there's so many things that I just can't remember but I was I was thinking this morning I remember when I was real real little I remember at our house we had that old porch there and had the banisters and everything on it and then all around the house there was ferns you remember the ferns or not them old green ferns you hardly see them anymore I don't know what happened to them but you hardly ever see the ferns but mom had them all around the house 
and flowers that she planted and everything. And every once in a while, I'll come across a fern. I'll be working, I'll see a fern. Who does it remind me of? My mother. Huh? When I was out there in the yard playing, huh? She was out taking care of the yard and the flowers and all that. I remember that. And it went back to the swing set <laughs> in the backyard. I remember my mom swinging me, huh? And watching me play while she sat back there in the lawn chair, huh? Great memories. Praise God. I thank the world, I thank the world of my mother. Amen. She's always been there for me and still is. And still praying for me. Praise God for that. Hallelujah. I was thinking a lot of things. I remember, I think I told you this before, and what a blessing it was. See, my dad was, he was the head of the house. <clears throat> but I tell you what, mom had a lot of wisdom. <laughs> she looked ahead. She didn't look at the moment. She didn't look at the time, though she looked at it, but she looked ahead what lied in the future. Huh? That's wisdom. To give the right advice at the right time, huh? Not knowing what the turnout is going to be. I got sick when I, I think I was four, three or four. I can't remember. And man, I was in bad shape. They just tell me, I can't, I can't remember. I just remember being sick. That's all I remember. I remember going to the hospital barely. And they didn't know what was wrong with me. And then they found out what was wrong with me. And they was going to do surgery. And I thank her, I thank her many times for this. They just want to do a surgery, and that surgery would have caused me not to have any children. Okay? So that's they come out, and this is just what she I'm kind of picturing this. They come out, they told my mom and dad to sit there, and the doctor said, This is what's wrong. Here's what we can do to correct this. Huh? But the side effects is, huh? He'll never be able to have any children. My mom said, stepped in, said, no, we're not going to do that. She's here today because my mom made a decision uh, because she looked ahead. God had to give her wisdom and insight. Praise God. And I thank her so much. The girls has been the joy of my life. <clears throat> Since I've had them, they have not only the joy of my life, they've been my life. Praise God. And then comes the double portion, <laughs> the grandkids. Amen. Praise God for that. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Let me uh, read these real quick. Kind of goes with Courtney's. Then I'll stop. I'll be done. Kind of goes with the inspiring women of the Bible. There were seven women. And then we'll start off here with Eve. Eve was the mother of all humanity and a, mo and a mother of first. First to give childbirth, first to have a family, and the first to lose a child. Sarah, the oldest woman in the Bible that is recorded to have a baby, she was 90 years old when she conceived. So she had to have Isaac when she was 90 or 91. Depends on when she became pregnant and her birthday. 
Sarah was the mother of the nations. <clears throat> and I'll go back. Sarah was the mother of nations and of kings, of people that would come from her. Rebecca, she was barren at first, and Isaac prayed to God that Rebecca would have a child. And God answered his prayers, and there were twin sons. There were two sons born in, uh, let me back, and there were two sons in her womb struggling with each other. And Rebecca asked God, why? And he said, there are two nations in your room, and one will be stronger than the other. And Jacob, the younger, uh, out of his loins will come the twelve tribes of Israel. Jochebed, the mother of Moses. Jochebed saved her son from genocide by making an ark to float down the, uh, the river to Pharaoh's daughter, knowing that he was a special child and that God would use him to accomplish his purpose. Moses led the Israelites out of Egyptian bondage. Hannah was, was, one, was barren and wanted children so bad, and her adversary made fun of her and shamed her. She uh, prayed, uh, and I'm sorry, she poured out her heart to God and said, If you give me a son, I will give him back to you when he is weaned. And God did, and she gave him back to the Lord. His name was Samuel, and he became Israel's first prophet, and he was one of the greatest of God's prophets. God blessed Hannah with three more sons and two daughters. Elizabeth, she was long bar was also barren and conceived a son in her old age, and she was well past childbearing age. Her son was John the Baptist, the prophet and forerunner of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Jesus said, listen, among them that are born of women, there hath not risen a greater than John the Baptist. Mary, the mother of Jesus, the Lord's Christ, the only woman in all humanity to conceive in her womb a child without any intervention of man. She was conceived by the Holy Ghost. God's divine hand was upon Mary because she was the mother of God's only begotten Son, the Savior of the world. She was a special woman and a mother to be, a special woman and mother to be able to carry out being the mother of the Christ child. Mary is the most beloved and reverent woman in the Bible. And I had a note here that God takes barren wombs, wombs and brings great men mm -hmm. out of them. Mm -hmm. Amen. Praise God.
Well, I tell you, we're blessed this morning and have been blessed with great mothers. Right. Amen. And I know we thank God for that and praise Him for that. <clears throat> you know, and I, I was thinking, I probably think too much. They don't get nowhere with him thinking, but uh, I was in, uh, where was that? I stopped thinking. I've been on uh, so many little towns and cities. I was in Pendleton. That's where I was at. I was in Pendleton. It was probably about 8.30. Somewhere about 8.30 or 9 o'clock. Anyway, but the kids go to school. Okay? And it was an elementary school just down, just right down the block from where I was parked at. And I uh, was just, you know, I was doing my thing there. And then I got to watching, you know, because the, the mothers were walking their child coming by. And then there was cars pulling up, stopping, and the children were getting out. And, you know, I got to thinking about that. I thought about how God made this thing, <laughs> this family unit. Uh, I know I ran on it and just kind of touched on it a little bit. But I thought how amazing, huh, that what God has done for men. Huh? The love that he has created us and give us roles to fulfill. And you know that all those children, huh, that, that had come out of the cars or those walking down the road holding their mom's hand and right beside them, you know, that child to that mother is everything. Huh? And it's vice versa. The mother to the child is everything. Huh? They go in that classroom. Huh? And they're around all other children. That's part of the school and the, and the process of everything. Huh? But they go home to mom. <laughs> they go home to a family. To a mom and a dad. The uniqueness and, and the family unit. That, I need to preach on that sometime. That's what's happened to this nation. The family unit has been deteriorated and gone. Not gone, but, but has been really hurt. But I thought of the uniqueness of that. You could just see in those mothers' faces the love they have for their children. Huh? And the, the joy that they bring. And able, you know, to work it out where they can take them to school and drop them off and be with them and all that. And you know, when they walk into the school, what they're thinking, <laughs> you know, they're, they're, you know, their child's going in there and surely they're thinking, help them through the day and all that they'll face and everything that goes on. <clears throat> 